What's up, ladies and gents, and welcome to another episode of Dual Senses, a PlayStation podcast, where we give you our two cents on all things PlayStation. My name is Alex Wolf, and I'm joined here with the one, the only, the Stephen Tomas Morrow. Tomas. Tomas. You can join the show each and every Friday night at 9.30 Eastern Time. If you'd like to support the show and help us grow, by all means, go to mtfproductions.com forward slash donate, where you can donate as little as a dollar. Of course, do all the likes, subscribes, the shares, the tweets, the retweets. Tell your mom, tell your friends, tell your dad that a strange cousin you don't talk to, let him know. Especially tell your mom. I want more, I want more mom gamers. Yeah, I, I guess. Not with our language, especially mine. Well, they're the cool moms. I know we have at least one mom gamer. Who <laughs> I don't like the word gamer. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like it either. Honestly, it's nothing wrong with it. But like saying it now, I don't know. It just feels awkward. Like, why can't I just play fucking video games? I don't call someone who likes movies. A theater er or a movie er a movier. Yeah, like a, or, or a musicer. Yeah, or like I don't call someone who likes shoes a sneaker er or a shoer. And granted they have a stupid ass term that's called sneakerhead, but it, it, that's here and there. I'm a I'm a game head. You know, I had a customer at GameStop when we were working over there who walked in and said, Man, I'm a game head. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is a game head? I had no idea what I was talking about. It was the dumbest damn thing I'd ever heard. I'm like, please don't use that in public. Please stop saying it. <laughs> please leave. <laughs> it's like, can you just buy this copy of Madden and go? <laughs> Madden 08, and it's 2013, so it was like 50 cents. Oh, I th- for some reason I thought of the, like, what was it, the NCAA football, but it was like the last one before oh, they stopped. Yeah, so, like, it was fucking $50 just because you weren't <laughs> yeah. going to see another one for years. And everyone was like, oh, I want the NCAA one. And it was always like, hard to find. It was hilarious because that game didn't, like, get pre-ordered worth a shit. And it, that game didn't get popular until after they realized it was the last one that was going. <laughs> yeah, it's like a like a classical composer. They're only popular after they die. Mm-hmm. I wonder, if, do you think that's going to happen with this podcast? Like, <laughs> we're going to die. And then it'll be Would like, dual senses. Now that was quality entertainment. If only, like, it made money to leave a legacy behind that where it could earn money. Like, people will watch this. Like, it's not like all of a sudden it's going to be worth money later because we're not charging anything for it now. Unless there's some fucking hobo out there recording on some of this stream on a VHS. And he's like, I've got the one videotape copy. It's on VHS. <laughs> episode 19 of the dual senses episode 19 of dual senses hold on i'm curious what it was the last time they ever is. did tea time <laughs> that was the first the episode that was the first time and the last time <laughs> episode 19 oh. was the when psvr 2 was announced we were talking about that what episode are we on now 37 When it was announced? Yeah, like, like not remember, this recent one. Yeah, like when they first talked about it like, forever ago. Yeah, they first mentioned it and then that was like it. They were just like, okay. PSVR 2 is coming and that's it. I don't even okay. think they called it PSVR 2. It was like the next generation of PSVR. Okay, that makes more sense. I was just like, what the fuck? That was like a month ago. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, we're at least in episode 30 something here. I think so. they were just like showing the like controllers 
No, oh, like, yeah, they announced, they announced the controller rather early. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a little while ago, though. That was that was March 9th, almost a year ago. Damn. I got wow. that episode 19 on VHS. <laughs> they talk about the VR2 controllers. <laughs> Damn, Sonny. <laughs> this is hot ticket item today. <laughs> These fucking, fucking old people. God, I love them. <laughs> Some of them. I love them. Uh, what have you been playing lately? I don't even know. I don't even know anymore honestly it's been all over the place like so work has been crazy life has been crazy like i've just been busy so i don't think i played anything this last week i when i can dabble i've been like really into the handheld gaming space just because like i can kind of you know play when i want and stop when i want so i've been playing pokemon legends arceus or arceus on the switch when my switch dies i then start playing pokemon heart gold on on my 3ds um and then occasionally i was what was i playing before i was playing some tales of arise before pokemon launched uh because i started that game forever ago but then i got sidetracked with uh pokemon uh brilliant diamond actually <laughs> so i just stopped playing um but yeah I've, I've been playing a whole lot of cup pong which i also suck at of what cup pong oh oh cup pong. Yeah. okay <laughs> yeah i was like what you were playing with me i w- i'm in the console space that's what i'm thinking of not i mean no, yeah but next message games on iphone that i suck at but that's really about it i haven't touched too much i've been very much kind of like just watching the industry see what's going on yeah well there hasn't there hasn't been too terribly much lately but yeah it's I, been real fucking I, quiet i recently took another trip to disney world because i mm, have bitch. a serious problem mm, uh, boy I just, it, uh, if I feel any sort of negative way, I'm like, all right, I'm going to Disney World. Like, and I just, I just go right then and there. So I did that. Um, but uh, for that, I was playing a little bit of Uncharted 3 because uh, I wanted to replay that before the movie comes out. Uh, I'm playing through that on crushing difficulty. But when I was on the plane, so I was downloading a bunch of like older games on my Vita that I just kind of never really played or I haven't played in a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like randomly scrolling, downloading whatever I landed on. And for some god-awful reason, <laughs> um, <laughs> the game that I landed on uh, was Lilo and Stitch on the what PlayStation the 1. <laughs> no, no, boy. Don't do it. And, well, I, d- I downloaded it and on the plane... Um, I, I started it up and then it immediately starts. I didn't realize my volume was turned up all the way and I didn't have any headphones on. So Lilo is just screaming. She's like, Hey, and the, uh, my friend Amanda, which I, I went to Florida with. Um, so she's like screaming and then I'm like, I can't handle this. And the screen was like, you know, the square, but the Vita is a rectangle. So I tried to change the, the aspect ratio of it. Uh, to fit the screen, and so I went into the options and I changed it. And when I did that, Lilo just looked awful. Like <laughs> she, she was just like weird. Like like she looked like like you know totem poles. Yeah. Imagine if they were like fat. 
but I just saw like Lilo's face, but it was stretched. <laughs> and so she's just like, hey, it was oh, awful. No. So and I just start dying and laughing. Uh, it was horrible. So I'm like, okay, this is enough. I'm not going to play Lilo and Stitch anymore. Um, and the other random game that I downloaded. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> For some reason, the one that it landed on was Um Jammer Lammy on the PlayStation 1. <laughs> what in the fuck even is that? Uh, so Um Jammer Lammy is the um, the probably for the best uh, forgotten PlayStation 1 spinoff of Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> where you play as a character named Lammy who plays guitar in a band called Milk Can. And uh, that's appropriate. She, she goes on, on an adventure and plays guitar. Um, but it's got some like really absolutely ridiculous scenes. Like it's it's weird. Like there's there's this one level in it in particular that's just bonkers. There's like a, a feminist march full of pregnant women, and they're like marching because they want to stand up for their right to be to be mothers and to just have a lot of babies and stay home and take care of their babies. But while they're marching all of their other children are at this daycare because they don't want to watch their kids during this like weird march. Um, so you go in this daycare and there's this like awful, sickly caterpillar woman who has like smoker's lung and she's constantly coughing and gagging and she's chewing bubblegum, and every time she coughs, the bubblegum just explodes out of her face. It's disgusting. Oh, and she's God. just like, watch these that? children for me. It's awful. Uh, this is what yeah. you're playing. That's what I played on the plane. Was I played Lilo and Stitch and Um Jammer Lammy. You've got a Vita, and you played that. <laughs> I do I do actually recommend Um Jammer Lammy just for Jesus how... Jesus fucking Christ. No. How, it, no, it, it, there's there's no reason it. that this game should exist. Not no reason. It. Stop it. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those like bizarro games from the past. Bizarro. Remake it. Put it on the PS6. Put it in Make 4K. Not 8K. We're not fucking around here. 8K with ray tracing with 3D, 3D audio. Make it VR compatible. Top ten. I don't know if anyone can handle that. I think everyone can handle it, Steven. The songs I'm trying hard to hard me are awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, Prop of the Rapper, at least, it had some charm. It was catchy, but I'm Jeremy is just... <laughs> they tried. They bad. tried, okay? I made an effort. <laughs> Steven, <laughs> it's a light news week. It's not a whole lot going on. I, I feel like, you know, we're at that, kind of that pause, right? Come for a storm. Sifu is launched, getting raves, critics abound. People love the game. It's great. I haven't played it yet. I want to play it. I can't afford to play it, but I want to play it. Yeah. Horizon Forbidden West is coming in like a week. They just talked about how Horizon Zero Dawn has sold 20 million copy copies between PlayStation 4 and PC, which is quite the feat. Quite the feat. But that's... The world of PlayStation is is quiet, and which is crazy because it's not actually like a bad like news week. We've got GTA Six development confirmed. We've got confirmation of the next Call of Duty game. We've got uh, what else is there? there? There's Microsoft saying not Xbox, but Microsoft saying that you know they'll continue to put Call of Duty games and other Activision Blizzard games that are popular 
on other consoles later. It was a Switch Direct, all sorts of stuff. But in, in the world of PlayStation, it's, it's, it's quiet. It's quiet. And I feel like this is a trend. I feel like every other week we're going to have, have a quiet week because this happened before. We had the Xbox uh, acquisition of Activision Blizzard. It was quiet the week after. Then PlayStation fucking finalizes or start announces they're acquiring and partnering with Bungie. And now here we are. It's quiet again. What's next, Steven? What's next? I, I, I don't know. What's next? I, you tell me. I fucking uh, give up. I mean, Horizon. <laughs> Horizon. Horizon's going to come out. It's going to get great reviews. That's not news. Everyone knows it's going to print money. Yeah, but it's Unless the be... game like fumbles and it's absolutely butt water, you know. I actually, I think Horizon's going to be a big deal. I think people are going to look at it and they're going to be like, holy shit. This is nah. like a step I, up. I, I, ain't nobody paying attention to Horizon. What is the reason? Got, you got the Aloys. You, you got the Robo Dinosaur. Ain't no one care about that shit. <laughs> Aloys. The Aloys. <laughs> Sounds like a disease. I got a case of the Aloys. Oh, oh no! There's there is with the old people again, man. They just, <laughs> they're everywhere. They really are. But no, even though it's been like a kind of quiet week, um, I kind of like the quiet weeks. It it allows some some of the smaller things to shine, and I think PlayStation kind of took note of that, and they took the opportunity to do a sort of indie showcase where um, I think this was actually just uh, was this just a blog post two that was days ago. Well, it was two days ago. What they did was every 15 minutes, they made a new blog post and they released a new video um, showcasing a different indie title. So I was going to go through some of those. Um, there were seven games that were highlighted in particular. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and some of these I am pretty intrigued by. Mm -hmm. uh, some of these are actually some game announcements too for PlayStation. Mm -hmm. um, so... Yeah, I'm just gonna dive into it. Is that a, is that cool? Go ahead and dive into it. As long as you're doing it with consent, I guess I can't argue. All right. Will you allow me to dive in? <laughs> you're not diving into me, shit. I don't I'm care, dude. Just... All right, I'm diving. I'm diving. Whoa, now, Steven. <laughs> hold. You get the proper protection and gear. Oh, I need the, I need that cap. You need the cap. You need. Yeah, snorkel. Um, I have wander from that journey. Is not a snorkel. Like not nowhere near it. Uh -huh. Well, I'm afraid you can't dive in, Steven. It's too deep. Adult swim only. I'm an adult. <laughs> Ish. Well, I'm diving in. I'm diving in. No, oh, Jesus Christ. You fucking... <laughs> diving in head first into the shallow end. Don't get this man a snorkel. He's going to need it. Get this man a <laughs> He's going to need it. Oh, my God. If I drown in the shallow end, that's that's awful. But anyway, that would so, also be like the most Stephen Thomas Morrow thing ever. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna die <laughs> in the shallow end because he did have a fucking snorkel. <laughs> but uh, so the first game that they focused on um, highlighting was Moss Book Two, uh, mm -hmm. which was uh, revealed for PlayStation VR. I think was it was like last six months ago. That was a while ago. It was again during a similar showcase like this. But highlight. Yeah, but they had games. they had like a whole video thing though. I think didn't they? Like a whole presentation? Yeah, wasn't it during like a state of play or something? No, I, I believe it was very similar to this. It was just like this random like VR showcase where they announced new VR titles and or indie titles. One of the two, just every fifteen minutes state of play. But anyways, so Moss Book Two they had a blog post. It was just going into a little bit more detail about how they were building the world. 
and what kinds of things they were doing um, based off of feedback that they got from the first game. Uh, so they're really trying to lean into the idea of um, that sense of awe and wonder that you get with the sense of scale um, that people appreciated about Moss. Uh, but the main thing that they were talking about was having more of a connected and interactive world. And uh, what I mean by that is they were talking about things like um, instead of having like a static world where you're basically just going around and fighting the enemies as the adorable little moss mouse. Um, the moss mouse. The moss mouse. I can't moss remember mouse. the name of the moss mouse. Moss is it moss? Mouse. I, I don't believe so. Quill. Quill. That's the name. Yeah. Quill. Um, anyways, so... Simple things like um, when you swing your sword, like blades of grass will get cut and things like that. Um, enemy attacks will also interact with the environment and kind of mix in interesting ways. So making the world feel more like it's it's lived in and it's alive and things are interacting and stuff like that. Um, so there's that's, that's really all that they did was go into detail about that and the kinds of lessons that they learned from the first game. But still kind of cool to see. Moss is kind of a a fan favorite for PlayStation VR, so that's cool. Mm -hmm. um, the next thing that they talked about was they announced a game called Animal Well, and uh, this game's kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is well, strange. So the reason why it's weird is uh, it, it's being described as a deceptively minimalistic adventure. It's a uh, like a it, it appears to be a 2D Metroidvania style thing, um, but it's described as feeling like a horror game. But it's not scary. It has platforming and puzzles that seem very challenging. But the person who's developing this game is saying that it's like accessible and not too challenging. It so it's developed by Billy Basso. And it's it's another one of those um, indie Metroidvanias, which for some reason this is like everyone's favorite genre to do this in. Um, everything is made by one person. So the visuals, the programming, the audio, all of it. Um, but what makes this game interesting is even though it is an indie 2D Metroidvania, um, not only is it made by one person, but they really want to push the hardware of the PlayStation 5. And the way that they're doing that is they're having very intricate lighting systems. Um, and there's a lot of moments where, like, there's physics-based, um, like, particle effects, basically, but pixel effects um, with really intricate and elaborate lighting. And mm -hmm. in motion, this game looks gorgeous. And the soundtrack is, like, hauntingly beautiful. I think this game looks really fucking cool. Uh, you play as, like, a weird slime ball yeah nugget looking uh, thing like from where um, i can see yeah <laughs> chicken nugget it looks kind of like a chicken nugget what um, chicken nuggets are you eating adorable ones <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but anyway so you like i guess fall down a well and there's animals uh there's it looks like there's boss <laughs> fights <laughs> Game called Animal Well. You fall down a well and there's animals. I'm I'm assuming what a synopsis. It's an assumption, but still. Uh, but no, I, I think this game, it looks beautiful. It seems interesting. I don't really know exactly what's going on, and apparently the developer doesn't want to tell us uh, because it's all it's all an illusion or something. 
but Whoa. based on the based on the trailer that they released, I think this game looks and sounds pretty wonderful, and I'm 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 excited for it. Uh, so Animal Well, if you're interested in weird, I think it's <laughs> Metroidvania. If you're interested in weird, it gives me a lot of vibes. Like it, it's it it it's it kind of reminds me of like Knit Underground. Um, okay. If anyone's ever played that, <laughs> if I'm not the only one, uh, little bits of like guacamelee thrown in there, Downwell, uh, Animal Well, Downwell, yeah, um, well. Minute. A little bit of minute, maybe. Well, I don't know. There's well. just a lot of things going on. But Animal Well, that's, I think, my second favorite thing that they talked about. But we'll get to my first favorite here in a second. But before I get to that, um, they, also, they also announced some more details about um, TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Fuck in yeah. Ninja Turtles. Um, they announced... Um, what is play as Master what Splinter. Yeah, Master Splinter. Master Splinter, you give him the proper title he deserves. Master Splinter yes. is in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Uh, they showed a lot of... Uh, they went into detail about how they animated him, and that was actually kind of cool to see in the blog post. Like, mm -hmm. uh, the animation is actually kind of beautiful. I This honestly, game is going to be slick as hell, and I can't wait. I mean, honestly, I wasn't paying too much attention to it, and then when I saw the, the animation stuff, I'm like, oh, this is pretty. So, I'm a little more interested than I was before. But, like, I don't know. Side-spelling beat-em-ups aren't really my thing. But uh, this game looks like it's doing it pretty well. So See, uh, they're not necessarily my, a big forte of mine. I always appreciate them, but then I get to play them, and when I play them, I'm like, ah, oh, this doesn't get it. But, so, as a fan of the Turtles in Time game, uh, I've been waiting to be able to play it, because, I unfortunately, I don't own TMNT reshelled. Uh, Turtles of Time reshelled when they released that on the PS3 and 360, and it was delisted. Yeah. I feel like it came back at some point for something, but I, I could be wrong on that. Um, so this is like the closest thing, and it's just a true, you know, it's not like a rehash. This is a brand new game, and we haven't had a good, decent team in T game in quite some time, probably since, honestly, Turtles in Time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to play this. You're right. It looks gorgeous. It's keeping the same look. And nostalgic feel but you know obviously it's with them with some enhancements when it comes to the fluidity if you go to the playstation blog post you can see the different frames they use to animate splinter like steven mentioned and then you can see how fluid and how easily and how quick he moves in another gif uh further down so this game is going to be lots of fun it, it's going to be an easy thing just to pick up with some depth it's great that's coming to PlayStation because I know it's been heavily touted as something coming to Nintendo Switch. Um, so if anyone was questioning it at all, here's your answer. Um, this, you know, if you if you're a true Team and T fan and you love Turtles in Time, this is the game for you for sure. Yeah, or if you just like rats and turtles. I, okay, I would say you missed like the the, the title, Stephen, or or April O'Neil. I don't news know reporters. what that is. She what the fuck? <laughs> She's a news reporter who wears a yellow jumpsuit. What animal? She's a human. Nah, we don't we don't want that in our listen, people were jonesing for her when she was announced. I, I couldn't tell you as to why, because I've never once said to myself, you know who would be really cool to play as? <laughs> April O'Neil. Where the fuck is Casey Jones? He actually fought. That's what I that's my question. Where is Casey? Hmm. Maybe that'll be the next reveal. 
You got to understand crumpet if you're talking about cricket. I don't, I don't know what that means. There's <laughs> a quote from the fucking movie. God, you're uncultured. Move I, along. I'm sorry, I don't know anything about Krampus it's, and Krampit. What did you say? Crumpet and cricket. Where'd you cricket? Krampus. Krampus. Move on to the next game, Stephen. So this was my most um, excited thing. Like this is the thing that I'm most excited about. Um, so uh, the game Post Void was announced to be coming out on PlayStation consoles. And Post Void, for those who don't know, is sort of like a, it's a throwback first-person shooter um, inspired by, like, the original first-person shooters. So, like, OG Wolfenstein, OG Doom, like, stuff like that. Um, but it's, like, psychedelic, it's weird. It's, it's like if those old-school games like Wolfenstein were conjoined with Hotline Miami. Um, so, like, bright colors, kind of drug-fueled psychedelic mess hyper-violent, and if you stop moving, I think it's for like three seconds, then you die. So you have to always be moving. It's very fast-paced and very disorienting. Things are all warbly everywhere. Um, the trailer was like 30 seconds long, and it had an epilepsy warning. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. It, it's, this, is, this is my kind of game. It's like, it's just good arcadey goodness, very fast-paced, and just kind of a barrage of colors and lights and sounds. Um, and I'm, I'm very excited about it. Uh, but yeah, so Post Void was announced that it's coming out on PS5 and PS4 this spring. So not mm -hmm. too much longer to wait for that. Uh, if you're a fan of like retro throwbacks, um, but with like a modern audio visual spin, if you like to be very stressed <laughs> while playing a game, um, but also artistically... Uh, tantalized, then this is this is a game for you. Or um, also, if you were a fan of um, Super Hot, is what this reminds me of. In all honesty, with the with that having to constantly be moving aspect. Yeah, it's kind of like if you imagine Super Hot, but like Super Retro and Hotline Miami. Mm -hmm. um, and like if you took Hotline Miami, made it first person, and then threw in the fast paced piece of like the mandatory fast paced piece of super hot this is that game but yeah it's cool and if you can't wait it's like on steam for like three dollars right now so <laughs> <laughs> there's that too but i'm excited to play it with trophies because that's that's what i'm all about and the fact that you don't own a pc you could play that on but i could probably play that on my macbook it's it's not the if most it's available. If it's well, if it's available, a lot of those games when it comes to MacBook is not that can the MacBook handle it. It's just not available to purchase or play. Yeah, well, which is a shame. But either way, I want to play it on my PS Five. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, um, yeah. But the next game that they talked about is the sequel to Salt and Sanctuary. Sa Why can't I talk? Salt and Sanctuary, um, and the sequel is called Salt and Sacrifice. Very salty. Jesus Christ. Lots of salt. Um, so this is kind of like the the Dark Souls-inspired uh, side-scrolling game. Uh, for people who are into that kind of game, this is really good. Uh, and this is the sequel. Uh, so this is coming out on May 10th. Uh, they went into detail in the blog post about the upgraded PvP. 
Um, mm-hmm. But if you're if you're familiar with Soulsborne games, just imagine that, but side scroller, and uh, you've basically got the gist. Uh, this game looks beautiful. Uh, it's not really my kind of play style, but uh, a lot of people really liked Salt and Sanctuary, uh, and I can only imagine that this is going to improve on all aspects. It, it looks like it will, and it sounds like it will. So, did you ever play Salt and Sanctuary? No. It, the art style, the look, and like the appeal of the game for the, for me is there, and, and I can say that with a lot of platformers, it's they always look super fucking cool, but they're always, especially nowadays, very much revolve around very tight, precise gameplay. Um, even, I feel like that was a thing for platformers before games like Dark Souls were, were abound, you know? People made it to where, yeah, you could play the game just fine if you were just kind of half-assing it, but there was always that emphasis and that benefit of it, how precise you were. Even like games like Super Mario, Sonic the Hedgehog, sure, you could play those games without necessarily trying, trying super hard, but you, the more precise you were, the higher score, the quicker you played, the more efficient you did things. And I feel like nowadays, especially with the popularity of games like Dark Souls, Bloodborne, uh, and games like Cuphead, it is like, now, no, it is. this is the only way to play these games now. Like you've got to be precise with them. You've got to make sure you're doing everything with a purpose. The slightest misstep punishes you. And you feel all the more rewarding when you do it right, because that means you you did the best you could do, and it was the only way that game was going to allow you to move forward. So that intimidated me. It's one of those things where if I had more time and more patience in my day, yeah, I'd give it a shot. But it's one of those things, unless I can see, like, hey, it's not that difficult, like you can still just play it and enjoy it, I would die there. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way, where like I don't like the whole punishing aspect of things. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I don't mind it. Like I love a challenge. I love it when something is challenging. But yeah, I want to be able to like as soon as I fail, press a button and immediately get back into it. But with like the Souls games, I feel like you have to like fight your way back up to that point, and it's like too slow. Like that's why with something like Hotline Miami or po- po- Post Void, um, if you die, you just press a button, you're back in it. That's mm-hmm. why I like. Uh, thumper as well like it's just so fast and then you inevitably die you press a button you're starting back up into it Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah the souls games they don't really allow for that it's not it's not the way that they're designed not for the pain of heart nope yeah but um so the next game i'm gonna be honest so uh when i saw the trailer for this game that they released I was expecting that to sort of explain what this game was, and I was watching it, and I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck this is. Because, um, like, in the... Tra- so, it was announced that Samurai Gun 2 is coming to the PlayStation 5. And I, I, I clicked play on the trailer. That was the first thing that I did before reading anything about this. And there were characters from Among Us Mm-hmm. And like this, this two D. It looked like a two D platformer action game type thing, and then the weird duck platypus thing from the game Minute showed up, and then there were the spelunkers from Spelunky. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What is this? I have no <laughs> idea. Turns out, <laughs> uh, Samurai Gun Two is a one hit kill platform fighter. And they were announcing that they're doing a crossover with a bunch of different um, characters from other indie games, including Among Us, Minute, and Spelunky 2. 
Makes sense. Yeah. I was a confused person when I watched this thing. <laughs> but now that I know what it is, I think it looks pretty cool. Uh, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Nidhogg, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first thing that was to come to mind. Uh, so, like, if Nidhogg were Smash Brothers. <laughs> and had a lot more going on with the backgrounds. Where Nidhogg's very bare bones, I feel like, in some aspects. Yeah. But fun. But- uh, but it looks cool if you like um, multiplayer. Like th- this seems like a really fun game to get drunk and play local multiplayer with. Um, but yeah, it's got like stages based off of these games too, which is kind of neat. So, Smash Brothers Nidhogg. <laughs> I mean, Samurai Gun Two, uh, and then <laughs> the last game. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a mess. Uh, the last game that they talked about during the, the weird indie showcase thing was Hello Neighbor 2, uh, which I didn't know was going to be a thing, but here we are. Um, this is a proper sequel, uh, whereas the, what was it, the Friends? Fam- what was, there was a prequel thing. There was a prequel thing that came out. Uh, but this is a sequel, so it's going more into whatever that weird, creepy neighbor is is doing. But what's kind of neat about Hello Neighbor 2 is instead of just the one creepy neighbor, you now have an entire neighborhood of creepy neighbors, and each one of them has uh, their own like different behaviors and AI, so you have to learn that individual neighbor's like AI to avoid them, I guess, murdering you. Uh, and each, each neighbor has their own, like, creepy secret stuff, so it seems like it's a lot more game than the first one. Yeah. But it actually looks kind of cool. Like, it looks a lot more polished than the first one that probably has to do with the astronomical success of Hello Neighbor and the crazy amount of money that all the merch they were unable to do. Uh, but yeah, but that was still kind of cool to see that it's coming to PlayStation. Um, I think it's, I think it's when it launches, it's coming out. Um, but yeah, PS4 and PS5, uh, for that one. Oh, actually, okay. There's a beta as well. April 7th. Uh, you get the, the beta access with your pre-order. So if you pre-order the game, so that's kind of cool. I actually thought it looked interesting. Like I, I didn't have much interest in the first one, but. Um, after seeing some gameplay for this, I was like, oh, it's actually... It makes cool. me upset that we are not getting a sequel to Blue, Tur- Blue Turd... Blue Turd... <laughs> Blue Toad Murder Mystery Files. Uh, Blue Turd. Town of Little Riddle. I want a sequel to that, and watching this just says, like, this is it. This is what this game... That's This is what that game could have been. Because yeah. you've got suspicious characters of the entire town you're trying to figure out what's going on whereas in this case you're just kind of sneaking around and whatnot you're not necessarily being the detective per se and i, I, I miss opportunities i do miss God. blue toad murder mystery files like so blue toad is a game where i want to play it almost annually like a tradition yes but the only downside is the puzzle solutions stay the same, 
And so I have to have like a very long amount of time between play sessions so that I just forget all of the plot twists and everything. But what a game. That's a fun game to play with a group of people. And, and it, there's just, it, it's very quotable. There's every, mm-hmm. every character is voiced by the same guy. So you get to hear him do all these like stupid things. Shopish. <laughs> it's great. I love that game. It's so such a, good. it's such a game. It always gets me in like such a game. weird mood. <laughs> no, like every time that I play it, it's like, I can't stop like quoting it for months. <laughs> So good, but that's what that Hello Neighbor Two makes me want. That so like it's yeah. great that it's happening. That's super cool. It is no longer what I want. <laughs> now <laughs> we want blue. Not that I ever wanted Hello Neighbor, <laughs> but like if I did, it just makes me want Blue Toad Murder Mystery Files too. But, that's a blast from the past. There, the, what a obscure game. Nobody else cares about that game, but mm-hmm. here we are. Always the the strangest throwbacks on Dual Senses. Um, but speaking of murder and mystery, uh, mm-hmm. this had nothing to do with the, the indie showcase that they did on the PlayStation blog, but so, I, hold on, go what, ahead. What, what are you going into? I was just going to say, I got really fucking excited when the trailer for Wolf Among Us 2 came out. Ah, yes, So... Very excited for this. Um, Wolf Among Us originally came out, um, what was it, eight years ago? Nine years ago? Something like that. Uh, it was on the PS3 and 360. Yeah, PS3, 360, PS4, the other stuff. Um, but <laughs> uh, I, I think it's one of, if not the strongest Telltale game um, back when they were doing all their things. You know, famed developers for uh, Walking Dead. Um, Batman, Guardians, Thank you. Uh, I was blanking. Borderlands. Yeah, so all of those interactive story type things. Um, and then they went under and we thought we would never see them again. And then someone threw money at the thing and then restarted Telltale. And it was announced that Wolf Among Us 2 would be revived. But this is our first time actually seeing it. And it looks beautiful. There's not a single like frame hitch. Uh, yes, they, they're using the Unity engine, I believe, right? That's what they're uh, talking unreal. about. Dropping. They're using yeah, unreal. unreal. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, work. yeah. So they have the first trailer. I recommend anyone who's a fan of Wolf Among Us or just fairy tales and murder mysteries and very dark stories, check out the trailer. Um, the game takes place, uh, Wolf Among Us 2 takes place six months after the first season. So it's still in the same world. It's like 1980s in New York City. Um, and uh, developed using the Unreal Engine. They are slating this for a release in 2023. So we still have some time. But I'm just happy that it's happening. It, it looks great. I was excited. Um, in the trailer, you get to see some characters from The Wizard of Oz. Uh, there's a, you, you get to see, so Scarecrow from Wizard of Oz, um, you just see his like head come up and he's like blitzed out of his mind. He's like smoking pot and then all the smoke comes out of his mouth. Um, and then the Tin Man comes out of nowhere and just starts beating the shit out of Bigby, the big bad one. Oh, oh, okay. Um, I thought you were going to beat the shit out of Scarecrow. I'm like, oh, that's so rude. <laughs> no. He's just hanging out. And then I, I think Dorothy 
there's like a chick on the couch who I'm assuming is Dorothy, but I don't know. It's not Dorothy's not as recognizable as a fucking scarecrow and a Tin Man. Uh, but yeah, so there's there's going to be some Wizard of Oz stuff going on. Uh, pretty exciting. I think it looks really cool. Um, but yeah, so all of those were on the PlayStation blog. I recommend checking all of those out. Uh, there was one thing that I wanted to give a shout out just personally because I think it's really cool. Um, this was um, revealed that it's going to be releasing on uh, PlayStation consoles in April. Uh, it's already out on PC, I believe. But a game called Road 96. Now, Road 96 is a procedurally generated road trip thriller created by the same team behind 1111 Memories, Retold, and Valiant Hearts. If you remember that Ubi Arts game, mm -hmm. uh, the World War I emotional story. Um, but this one's not an emotional war story thing. Uh, this is... <laughs> For this, is, this is like a, a a bonkers road trip game inspired by Tarantino movies and Coen Brothers movies. So expect it to get like insane. Mm -hmm. uh, and every time you play the game, the road trip is different. Different things happen. Different characters do different things. Uh, so it's like endlessly replayable and. When I watched the trailer, I got really excited. When I heard that it was inspired by a Tarantino style, uh, I got even more excited. The idea of an endlessly replayable, ever-changing Tarantino film, I'm all for it. Road 96. So look out for that in April. Um, yeah. Steven, this has been a topic many times in the show as of late. How... So I'll ask you this. How do you feel about the way this was all presented uh with these with the seven indies in particular uh every 15 minutes and new things on the blog how, how do you feel about that personally um i think it was fine i feel like if it was a state of play people would be angry uh it all of these trailers and stuff were put on the playstation youtube channel so they were still mm. put out as videos just individually right. i like that it was when they made the first blog post, they were like, hey, every 15 minutes, we're going to do a thing. Boom, 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 boom. It gave you time to read the article, to watch the trailer, gave you some time to think about it, maybe post about it on social media. And then you load up the PlayStation blog and there's another thing waiting for you. I thought it was nice. Um, it, none of this stuff is like really mind-blowing, insane. But mm -hmm. um, I like that they, they dedicated a day to allow these games to shine. Um, I, I, I thought it was nice. Like, the people who are excited about any of these, I feel like they're going to see it, and they're going to share it, they're going to talk about it, much like what I'm doing now. So, so where... I, I don't think it's a bad format. I'll start with that. I think it's nice. It's, again, like you said, it gives room for the games to breathe. This Everything's got project. its own. Yeah, so this is his own little project, a way of getting these indie games out there. What I think what bothers me is actually kind of what you said. It's like the people that want to know about these games, the people that want to see these games will see these games. For me, it's like wouldn't, especially when you're trying to publicize and make these games out there, why not put it on a stage? I don't, the fact that this, the fact that we had a Gran Turismo 7 state of play, and then a showcase 
for Ghostwire Tokyo. And now we have this evolving PlayStation blog post where there's a new thing shown for a certain game every 15 minutes of the day. I don't understand it. It makes not a lick of fucking sense to me. Why does... I think it it, makes sense. I think the the only problem is every time that they do a state of play where it's a montage of smaller games, people come away from it disappointed, and then they're like, oh, I watched... I I sat here for, for this, and then uh, the general con- consensus online is just a bunch of bullshit. Well, so and, but and that's and though. that's because that's because people don't don't care about these games. And even when you advertise, this is this is about a specific thing. I, I saw this with the Gran Turismo thing. Mm-hmm. They had the state of play. It, here's the thing: people online are idiots. Sorry, <laughs> everyone online, <laughs> <laughs> but they are like. The Gran Turismo state of play mm-hmm. was labeled as a Gran Turismo 7 state of play. Mm-hmm. Uh, while it was going live, people were like, why are they just showing Gran Turismo? Where's the other games? Or like before it went live, people were making all these wild predictions. And they were like, oh, they're going to announce the new Last of Us online. And it's like, no, this is literally a Gran Turismo state of play. Stop. Well, so and, here, that that's I, I get what you're saying there, but my my point being is like, it one this further drives the point that there is really no rhyme or reason as to what a fucking state of play is, because again we had Gran Turismo Seven state of play, a week later Ghostwire Tokyo does almost the exact same thing in that showcase Gran Turismo Seven did for a showcase, but it didn't get the title state of play. I and, think the difference is state of play is for is dedicated for first party. Um, PlayStation, PlayStation Studios games. Yeah, PlayStation But even Studios. then, what, what the hell? Why? That, it's so con- convoluted. And then, at least in my opinion, and then we have this, where these games, like PlayStation, I, I mean, it even has the logo of PlayStation Indies. Why can't we just get, like, a PlayStation Indies state of play? Why can't that be a thing? You're right. You're always going to have those people complain online. So why the fuck let it stop you? If it's always going to be there, why stop? Because you're gonna piss oh, someone off regardless. I don't. I don't really see it as as that much of a difference. Like, so what they did was every 15 minutes while they were doing this thing, which it was only for like, yeah, it's not long. A, a, it's a short about 45 time, minutes. There were seven announcements. Yeah. Um, but uh, they released the videos on their YouTube channel. Well, so I mean, there was yes. the videos were still there. The really the only difference is they would have done it live and they would have been edited together but well so that's the thing like the 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 point i'd be making is like you're right it is a difference but for me where it's put on that grander stage right if we're trying to if you're trying to spread the the same stage it's the youtube channel well no it's not the same playstation blog it's the it's the titling it's the branding right so the playstation blog how much traction does like so for instance if you don't check the playstation blog for any reason you don't see this but if PlayStation were to say, hey, we're going to have an indie showcase or an indie state of play during this time, guarantee that would have gotten more press. Why? Because it's a state of play. So, Much like how if Nintendo put out, hey, we have an indie showcase coming out here. It's not just on the PlayStation blog, though. They put it on their YouTube, and right before they did it, they put out a video. Uh, it says, PlayStation Indie Spotlight, February 10th. Uh, 
Yes, but I mean, I, I'm it saying says new new reveals, updates, gameplay on seven upcoming indies. But and how many people are going to sit there and huddle? I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I'm not arguing that it's a bad way, like I said. But thirty-five thousand people did. Right, thirty-five thousand people. Whereas if Nintendo, who puts out, hey, we're going to have an indie world or whatever they call them, an indie world showcase, that guaranteed gets more viewers. Why? Because you're putting it on a pedestal. And granted, they only announced seven games or even just retouch, not even announced seven games, just retouch on other games that were already mentioned. That alone, I feel like, would, gar would garner more traction, more advertising for these games that are lesser known or may have been forgotten about than, oh, we'll have a blog post and we're going to update it every 15 minutes. Again, it's not that it's a bad idea. I just feel like it's convoluted. The, the, what they're doing, there's no the strategy, there's no holistic approach as to how to do these things. Everything is done so differently for no real wish, fucking reason i do kind of wish like I'm, I'm kind of of two minds about it yes i would like for there to be more of like a production value i do think that when something is live and everybody's experiencing a reveal together it's a little bit more exciting mm -hmm. all of those things but also at the same time like me being the person that i am uh i like i like that they're just kind of showing things as they are, they're not putting all this hype behind it. I'm so tired of everything being this like overhyped, ridiculous thing. Like, why can't we just see what something is and enjoy it? That's why I kind of liked like the Gran Turismo Seven State of Play uh, because it was there was like a long period of time of unedited gameplay, and most of it they were just going through menus. Like that gets me excited because instead of them saying look at this fucking amazing thing this is pushing the boundaries of everything they're just like oh here's what a menu looks like and here just very plainly here are the things that you can do but with these games and stuff uh when you put them into something that's this big production uh state of play or this like montage thing that's designed to build hype and get people talking um it's i feel like it's it's not necessarily dishonest, but I feel mm -hmm. like it just kind of it, it 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 sets expectations at a level where I don't think like I don't want people to go into something like uh, Animal Well and expect it to be a limbo or an inside. Like I feel like that's a disservice to Animal Well. But I mean, um, that, at that point, that's up to. That's not even saying like, just because you're slapping the name, it doesn't have to be this generated hype machine, right? Because again, Nintendo does the indie world showcases things, and those things aren't the only thing that's hype about it is like, oh, Nintendo's announcing stuff. And even then, when I say it's an indie showcase, we know it's all third party. We know they're all smaller indies. There's not this grand like, holy shit. There's never a no shit moment with those for the most part. It's very much you get what you get. And so if you're again, like you said, you're gonna have those people, those attractors who are always upset. You're on these people who totally ignore what they've already said. Like, hey, it's going to be this thing. My problem is, is that PlayStation's messaging behind all of this, whether it's a state of play or a showcase or a PlayStation Indies day long or hours long blog post where every 15 minutes something's dropped, it's a mess. <laughs> like if as someone yeah, i don't really as, see it as a mess i think i feel like now we've we've been seeing it long enough we can start to see the patterns so um this is just the way that they're doing it we can compare mm -hmm. it to nintendo nintendo does the nintendo directs they have the indie direct they have their bigger nintendo directs 
um, things like that. It's essentially the same thing, just different names. State of Play, PlayStation mm -hmm. Studios. It's a deep dive into a PlayStation Studios game. Um, with, with an exception, but I'll get to that. Um, so State of Play, for the most part, is a deep dive into a PlayStation Studios game. Uh, the showcases are a deep dive into a third-party exclusive. Well, see, or that's not even a true either. Game. That's not necessarily um, true either because we've had past play state of plays where it's not just showcasing just a singular or even just well, multiple on. only PlayStation Studios things. I'm gonna, I'm, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Um, they do the indie showcase thing on the blog, which is essentially mm -hmm. just a, a series of reveals um, with the the timed video releases on their channel. Um, that's like its own little thing. That's Shuhei Land. Um, <laughs> And then he's his own little corner. <laughs> uh, about every, I think every three months, essentially every season, mm -hmm. uh, there's a, a state of play that's sort of like a montage of things to come. It's like setting the stage for the next three months. And that alternates between being a big, big thing and an indie thing. That's, that's, your, that's your indie showcase that I think you're wanting is that in between state of play that's sort of the montage thing that's the I last state of play the last state of play I want consistency. Got, that was that this the, so the, far i feel that? like it's been consistent the fuck it has last year alone made no sense with state of plays because we had what how many of those state of plays were actual state of playstation telling us what's going on with playstation and not just focusing on one singular game how many i believe we had two okay two but how many state of plays did we have that entire year I think we had four. It makes there's no consistency, Stephen. There, there is not. There is nothing you can say. That fits into the thing that I said. That every season there's a state of play. Boom, boom, boom. It's like it's like bookending okay. the season. Every season. So we had four state of plays last year. How many seasons are there in a year? Four. And two of those play state of plays last year were what? I don't. I don't remember what they were. You just said they were on focus on two individual games. Uh, there was That's a not consistency. <laughs> that makes no fucking sense. You're telling me alternating. You just said that we get between four. a montage and an individual game. That is that, why? why. Why? That's just the way that they're doing it. Why does but Nintendo that, but, do anything? That they do. That's the thing. Why it's the way they do it? It's because but it's that, the way that's that they the thing. So that's it. that's the question. That's what doesn't make any sense. Why do it that way? You're going to call something a state of PlayStation. When I hear state of play, I think I'm going to get the lowdown on all things going on PlayStation. I know a state of play. If I'm talking about the state of PlayStation, I'm not talking just Gran Turismo. I'm not talking just Ghost of Tsushima. I'm not talking just Horizon Forbidden West. Tell me it's a showcase. Tell me, hey, we're going to showcase this one game. Cool. That makes sense. Do what you do with Ghostwire Tokyo. I think, I think you're just on. getting too hung up on the name. They well, just call it a state of play, but before they, before they do any of these, they tell you what it's going to be about. And I, and I understand they're, they're that. They're very upfront about that, and so I'm that's not the saying they're expectation. Not. I'm not I think saying it's just not. The, fact that, the fact that they say state of play, mm -hmm. and sometimes it's a deep dive into one game, sometimes right. it's a montage of different things, mm -hmm. sometimes it focuses on indies. Yeah, there's inconsistency there. Uh, right. on on what the state of play is but they they always let you know ahead of time what it's going to be or at mm -hmm. least they have in the past couple years um no they usually they do originally unless there was like a secretive like a playstation 5 reveal but yeah um and then uh, so far i've seen it seems like there's a pattern where they alternate between like a big big thing 
and then a smaller thing, and then a big thing, and then a smaller thing. But that's, a, that's um, my thing. Is like I, I'm not hung up. You're right. I'm hung up on the name because it makes no sense. Like why? Again, why have a showcase and then a state of play? Why does it matter that there's two different names based off of where the fuck it's coming from? That is the dumbest damn thing. Why is why is that a thing? Someone might give me a legitimate that, reason. It, it, I mean, maybe it's just a reason that we we don't know. Like for example, maybe state of play is something that PlayStation is producing themselves and then a showcase is something where a, a developer like maybe the developer behind ghostwire tokyo was like hey we want to do this showcase and they're like all right we'll do a showcase and maybe maybe the state of play is funded by playstation and the showcases are funded by you know the individual developer or publisher so maybe it's something as simple as that where they like submit a video but they don't want it to just be oh this is a trailer no this is a showcase it's a more long form thing that does a deep dive into gameplay um, so like it, it could be something like that. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to get into the minutia of it. I don't care. I'm not as long to get, as things I, get announced. Well, that's the thing. That's what I don't understand. Because like, so for instance, right now, if I hear Nintendo Direct, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm in because I know. And if they tell me it's about a particular, that's the thing. If Nintendo or even fucking Xbox say, hey, we're gonna talk about this one thing. That's it. The name, the word Xbox, whatever they have, which isn't much of anything. It's just we're gonna announce this thing. If Nintendo does that, it's like, we're just going to show this thing. That's it. It's not a direct. The name is gone because that's we're showing just one thing. That's clear, concise messaging, right? Whereas with PlayStation, we're going to have a state of play talking about Grand Turismo. Okay, cool. We're also going to have a state of play. We're going to talk about everything going on with PlayStation. All right, fine. Now we're going to have a showcase. Where we're talking about just Deathloop. We're going to have a showcase just Horizon uh, Forbidden West. We're going to have a, show a state of play about Ghost of Tsushima. We're going to have this showcase. Oh, and it's like, what the fuck? Why, they're telling why, why you what they're showing, though. I know, but why But why can't they all just be state of place? I mean, again, I'm not, like, getting frustrated. I'm more frustrated that I keep, like, I'm trying to get this point across. I it just, there's no, it feels like there's no rhyme or reason. They're just like, hey, what are we going to call this one? Like, they're just sitting in a fucking room. There's, like, 10, 12 fucking Japanese dudes, maybe one American, someone from Europe, and Herman Holst and then Jim Ryan are just sitting there like, man, we got this thing we're going to show. What are we going to call it? Let's call that a showcase. All right, cool. All right. Now, I want to do the same thing That's a state for this of other game. What are we going to call it? That was a state of play. Right? Like, what the fuck? Why? Why? What? It makes no Why does it matter? Why does it matter? Tell me why it matters. Because it just, why does it, it matter? Doesn't... Because I don't get excited. I don't give a shit. If someone tells me I was more excited about a showcase for Ghostwire Tokyo than I was for a state of play. So now if I hear state of, like, so for instance, out of the last, what, three years we've gotten PlayStation state of plays or whatever, I don't give a fuck about them. I do it's not give a shit about a while. Yeah, I but, mean, yeah, it's, it feels like it's been longer, but I just, I don't care. I don't give, if Nintendo says we're putting on a direct, regardless of what it's about, I know I'm getting, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll watch it. I'm curious. See, I, I temper my show. expectations based on what they say it's gonna be about. And that's fine, but even like if yeah. that's the thing, even with that's Nintendo, it. if they're saying like, "Hey, even if Nintendo says it's not a direct," and they say we're going to show this one thing on Smash Bros for half an hour, I, I'm like, "Okay, cool, I'll watch it. I get it because I know what I'm getting into, and I know the level of like what I'm supposed to expect." Or and that's what PlayStation play. does. But that's the thing; they do that. They just, but the they just might call it a state of play. They might call it a showcase. But when I that's hear it. state of a when I hear state of play, I, I think. Again, for me, you're working off of play. these preconceived notions from past show, uh, past data plays. 
Because there's no fucking preconceived notions. Because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, I don't know if, if there's no preconceived it? notions, then what are you caught up on? I don't understand. I, I don't. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I like. I just. I don't give a shit. I do not. As someone who loves, you sound like someone who gives a shit. I. I, Wait, I don't. This give is, a shit. So this is a thing that I. I mean, I, I don't give I a shit about the content. Like, I'm um, like a lot of people are okay. saying the same kind of thing. Uh, yeah. where like they're confused. Oh, well, what's the state of play? Is it a big thing? Is it a little thing? Um, mm -hmm. I, I think it doesn't even have to be a big thing or a little thing. I just want to know, am now, I getting a medley of things? They tell you ahead of time though. Um, I think, well, then make that a fucking showcase. I think that <laughs> I, I just want consistent I, I, naming. I think that's all I want. I, yeah. I, I think that's the thing that a lot of people want. I don't think we're necessarily going to get it. Um, I think it's, it's clear now that we're not going to get it. Uh, I don't necessarily, I, I just think that they, I, I don't think they care because I don't think it's really that important. I think the only people who are making a big, a big fuss about this is people like us because it makes it, it makes our job a little bit more complicated uh, because we're the ones who have to talk about it. And we're the ones who have to say, oh, well, we had a state of play, but it wasn't like a big state of play. It was one of those little state of plays where they did a, a smaller thing, but it wasn't like the, the weird montage state of play. It was just a deep dive into Gran Turismo. Um, but so like, that's the thing. It doesn't even like make the job harder. It, it doesn't make it harder at all. It just makes me wonder, like I, I get curious. So I, it makes me wonder what's the thought process. I just want to understand like, why not? Why is a showcase for Gran Turismo a state of play? Outs again, outside of Lowell, and I guarantee you, I feel like even last year, there were instances where there were showcases for first-party PlayStation Studios games that weren't called State of Plays. There's got to be at least one, because there is no rhyme or reason to any of this. I keep thinking there, of it, that Ghost of Tsushima thing, but I think that was a State of Play. Let me let me call see. it a State of Play. I think I think that one was too. Ghost of Tsushima. And they did, I think the Horizon one was a State play. of Play as well. And then Horizon, is that Forbidden West, right? Yeah, they had the Horizon State of Play, and then that was followed by the weird indie montage thing, mm -hmm. which was also a State of Play. And then after that was the Gran Turismo State Wait, of Play. Wait, which, that was a gameplay reveal. Um, there was, so there was, okay, yeah. So there was a 20 minute State of Play for, Horizon Zero Dawn, not Zero Dawn, Forbidden West. The indie, which indie thing are you talking about? The one that um, it had like Little Devil inside. It had that um, uh, that online multiplayer thing from Suda51, I think. Okay, so that's a that right there. Perfect fucking example because I know which one you're talking about. Why? Yeah, where does Did that the, land? Exactly. That was in a state of play. No, I mean in the timeline. Like like when it happened? Yeah. Was um, that after see. the Horizon state of play? For Little Devil Inside, I'm pretty sure that happened before. Because uh, that was the actual reveal, right? No, not the reveal. When they When they showed the gameplay. Mm. The reveal was during the PS5... The yeah. big showcase, like the big one. But then it was uh, it was the October 2021 state of play trailer. Let's see what was in there. It was in October. Jesus, time flies so October, fast. October 2021 state of play. So that would have been before that would have been after Horizon. Uh the Forbidden West 20-minute gameplay. And then the next the next state of play after that was the Grand Turismo one, right? 
Yeah, that would have been the following month because there wasn't one in November and there wasn't one in December. So let's see everything that was announced during that. So the only thing that wasn't during that state of play that was mo uh, honestly mostly indie games. Little Devil Inside was new gameplay. We got the Bug Snacks free update. We got Five Nights at Freddy's oh, yeah. Breach. I'm excited for that. The, and then we got Death Store comes to PlayStation next month. And then Death versus a new Battle Royale set so in let's the do, universe. Let's do a quick little thing. So the only two things that were not indie titles were the King of Fighters 15 beta starting, and then the Star Ocean, the Divine Force announced for PS4. And so PS5. what month was the Horizon one? Uh, let me double check. Let me go back into that Google search. And then that that um, that montage one was you said October. That was October. Horizon was May 27th, 2021. And it was a state of play that was only for the gameplay reveal of Horizon Forbidden West. And then uh, you said that was in May? May 2021. Okay. And that was Horizon. Sorry, I'm writing this down so I can keep track of it. And Here then after the next state of play, after the October montage one, was Gran Turismo. There was no other state of play before then, right? Yeah, there was not one in November and there was not one in December. And did Gran Turismo, did that happen in February, or was that right at the tail end of January? Tail end of January, I believe, because, yeah, because Ghostwire Tokyo happened in early February. It was like a week difference. Okay, so May, June, July, August, October. Okay, so there were five months in between the Horizon thing and the montage, and then three months between the montage one and GT7. Um, so I'm going to make a prediction. Okay. Okay. So here's my prediction. Mm -hmm. Um, in April or May, we're going to get another state of play. Okay. It's going to be a montage. It's going to be a combination of multiple titles. Okay. Um, and I think this one's going to be mostly, well, not, maybe not mostly, but it's going to have bigger things than the one that we had in October. It's going to be a little bit less indie focused. It's going to have some big stuff. So, um, well, hold on. Cause that's an easy prediction to make, especially right before the month of June, where we know PlayStation historically lately has not been around E3 and that's right coming on the heels of E3 starting up. Yeah. That's not hard to make. Well, also I'll make another prediction. <laughs> <laughs> I will also say this, <laughs> okay, that in the fall we'll have another game deep dive state of play. And that'll be the next one. And then early next year, 2023, we'll have another montage one. Because I think this is this is my prediction. I think this is what they're doing. I think that they're doing game deep dive, small montage. Game deep dive, big montage. Game deep dive small i think it just alternates game big or small game big or small so where at that point then where does the showcase fall because now we are two months into the year true we've had a playstation we've had a state of play yes that was a deep dive into one game then a week later with a showcase that deep dive into one game i think the showcases are i'm i'm gonna stick with my and this is just a, a guess but um, I'm going to stick with my guess that a showcase is 
not a third party game. that it's a third party well not only Ooh. a third party game but that it's it's just not playstation pushing the thing that it's the publisher of that game or the Hold developer on. of that game doing the showcase that's going to be see. i guess because playstation can still focus on a third party thing and highlight it but that's them funding it i think when they call it a state of play it's playstation funding it playstation producing it whereas the ghostwire tokyo i think that was produced by the developers of ghostwire tokyo so uh well even then that would that doesn't make any sense either so i want let's i want you to look at this july 8th 2021 we had a 30 minute state of play that was focused on indian third party updates and a 10 minute showcase of deathloop uh 2021 2021, July. So that was 8th. after Horizon. Yep. And what, it was a state of what play. What was the month? July. July. And that, that was, was a montage was a state of and showcase. It was a they showcased some, uh, third party games and indie games, and then ten minutes. So that was a little a little montage. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess to for the most part, yeah, half hour show. So every two or three months, we get a, a state of play, which which is fair. But so that's not it's not about the frequency that we get a state of play. It's what makes a state of play because we this is now showing that we had a state of play of nothing but third party games in July of last year. State of play that's is they show games. Again, <laughs> <laughs> okay, show a game. This is, this is the further proof that there is no rhyme or reason as to what their naming scheme is with any of this. <laughs> that was a 30-minute show that showcased multiple games, all third-party, state of play. I mean, I, I, I still think that's, that's what I'm saying, is it, state of play can be anything. But I'm still going to stand by what I'm assuming is a state of play is funded by PlayStation. It's PlayStation marketing money, PlayStation producing it that i think okay. a showcase is just not it's not playstation money it's not playstation marketing it's a third party developer marketing or on, on a playstation brand yeah, thing. basically just saying hey this is a showcase boom uh and that like that but, just I mean, baffles me though because that like why could it, just, could, it be better? could it be better yes could it be more uh clear and, and concise with the naming just for consistency sake yeah, of course. Um, is it that big of a deal? No. I think no, I just I just I feel like at is... this point, I, I think at this point, the way PlayStation handles it, they might as well just take away the label of everything because the labels don't mean anything. So it's like, why have it? Why are well, I? I feel like they they're they're killing their own. I feel like the state of play when it was first the concept was to be a, a hype machine, get people excited. It was the new way of communicating communicating what was going on with PlayStation with their games. And in that time, they have killed their own label. Because <laughs> it, it, it's like, uh, there's no reason to get excited behind it anymore. Unless you, like, it's gotta be a big fucking thing, like that, well, they, a big time of year. It's gotta be around like E3 or I think again, right before. They'll, they'll tell Game you Awards beforehand what it's about. And that's yeah, and, and, and I get that. They'll so, tell you beforehand. So what state like, of play is, using the information that we have, what state of play is, Mm -hmm. is it's PlayStation showing 
at least a game. That's it. That's it. Right. I, I get that, but we don't have I to. Think... We don't have to turn it into some big thing. And then it, it what what the 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 premise of the state of play is. They tell mm-hmm. us ahead of time, and then that's where we can set our expectations and things. I, I, the I, I name understand. State of play is not consistent. Right. I agree. So it's the name doesn't consistent. need to be there. The name doesn't need to be there. Whether it's there or not doesn't matter. But that says to me, oh, okay, so the name doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. So then, like, I, I just, I have no reason to, I, it just, it, I feel like there was a, a plan or an idea, and this makes me, I feel like this kind of reflects certain aspects of PlayStation, not totally. I could be wrong on all of this. I think this for, it just helps, like, it, if you're going to have this idea, if you're going to have this plan, and you're going to execute this thing, hey, we have to have a way of communicating what's going on with us to the consumer, to our fans, to investors on a platform of some sort. We're not doing E3, we're not doing PSX, and we don't necessarily have a big presence at the Game Awards. What can we do? Let's put out a small little half hour, 45 minute presser video showcasing what we've got going on, like a state of the union. But what do we call it? Let's call it the state of play, the state of PlayStation. What's going on with us? And that's what they did. That's what they did. And then I feel like they started with that. Personally, I feel like for me, and you can say I'm getting worked up, this, that, and the other. But what I don't, what for me it says is like, they had this, it started with this grandiose idea, like, okay, cool. Yeah, let's do it. And the first time I heard State of Play, I'm like, oh, fuck, that's cool. Let's watch it. They had me. And then so on, so forth. Each time I hear State of Play, and like, even with the premise set, it's like, here's this gameplay video. Here's 20 minutes of Horizon. Here's 20 minutes of Grinch Regional. Here's 20 minutes of this, 20 minutes of that. That's fine. I get it. You're right. They set the fucking expectation because they put out a fucking blog post and say it's what it is. But for me, that is not, in my eyes, what a state of play should be. Does it make my job harder? No. By no fucking means does it make anything harder. But it makes me question, what was the point? of putting together this whole fucking program and this whole goddamn branding of the state of play if it's just not going to mean anything. And I feel like PlayStation does that a fucking lot. They did it with 3D, with the whole 3D branding. Oh, put 3D on everything. Let's put out a fucking TV that has simul view with 3D technology. And it was just dropped. Let's put out a handheld. Let's put out two handhelds. Let's revise the handheld every year. And then let's stop fucking doing anything with it less than halfway into its goddamn life cycle. What is the point of throwing all this money at shit or ideas at shit for it to never go anywhere? Is my, it, it, this is like further evidence of that, and I, I don't understand it. I don't think that much money goes into state of play at not, all. The, not, not in uh, this, <laughs> per se. But it's uh, just like, what? Transparency is all I want, Stephen. Uh, I, I, I think they are transparent when the state of play comes out. I think, I think the issue is just... The first time that we saw it, we expected it to be the same exact thing every time that we saw it. Um, I don't even think that, because the next day of play was either the second or third was very much just a showcase of one particular game. I can't remember what it was at the time. Hell, it may have been Last of Us Part Two, um, But that was fine. I still watched it. It was fine. But then as I kept hearing, oh, it's a state of play, and it's this, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, is a state of play just going to be, like, did they just kind of backpedal? Like, state of plays are just going to be... I think that's individual just, things. I, I think that's our own our own issue with setting our own expectations and setting our own hype. And it, it is, uh, but I in think, the world of business and a world of marketing, 
you've got to have consistency when you're just changing shit up just to change it up every other goddamn time. It's just like the number of people who care is so small. Like we are, we are such a small sliver of, of, of the, their audience. Like nobody else, uh, like, like it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make a dent in PlayStation, whatever they call it. They could call Mm -hmm. it, they could call it blue turd and blue turd. uh, it, it wouldn't make it, it, it wouldn't make a difference like it i think i think it's such a it, it's this is such a a playstation fan complaint um and and i i mean i i would, I, I would I make this so complaint many... it's a video game fan complaint i'd make a complaint to anybody that does it it just happens to be that playstation is the only motherfucker doing it i <laughs> it doesn't make any sense I'm I'm sure there's a lot of people who are releasing things and naming them different things, but I mean, I I I, I think it's just such a I don't know I I feel like it's a moot point. I feel like it's it it, it definitely is. I just want I'm not saying it's an issue, but the, the point for me is is having the conversation of like I just don't understand the rhyme or reason to it. Like why I I I, I want to go back three four years maybe five years ago and talk to someone like hey. What was the idea? What was the what was the motivation behind creating the brand of the state of play? Only for it to really not carry any weight at all. I think we're giving too much weight to state of play. That's the problem. I, but I think and that I, I, I but that's like, the thing. Okay, I so think here, that's here's what, what I think happened. Here's what I think happened. Yes, okay. they were trying to do that, and that's around the time that E3 was starting to die. We used to have this thing where we would go most of a year with very few announcements, and then we would have E3 where everything would be thrown at us all at once. And mm-hmm. then E3 stopped being that thing, and everyone started coming up with their own solutions. And uh, PlayStation has kind of fumbled with with how they're going to going to divvy out this information. State of Play was their response. Nintendo Direct was Nintendo's response. They were doing that before E3 started to die because they just wanted to do their own thing because they're Nintendo and that's what they happened to do. But they called it um, an E3 Direct, though. So they were still branding it. They just didn't want to be in... They didn't have yeah. to rent a booth or um, a stage. So I, I think that really that's all that State of Play is. It's just a way to trickle out information to us because now we don't have that year bookend that the entire industry is doing. Uh, it's the same way that like any entertainment or media company, they'll, they'll like have like, oh, here's a little announcement video. They'll call it whatever the hell they want. I think, I think we're just giving it way too much weight as one thing. Um, mm-hmm. Not every state of play is going to be E3. It might have started right. feeling like that just because it was fresh, it was new, it was exciting. Um, but I... Yeah. Well, even then, I mean, so even I, that's not even I, something I'm I, saying. I think, that's not an idea. That is, if we're, final if we're thoughts, talking, final thoughts. If, final thoughts, if we're trying to really n- get in the nitty gritty here, I'm let's not. think about it there. So, I mean, <laughs> and not in the nitty gritty, but like, so let's think about it here. We've got PlayStation had E3. They had Gamescom. They had a little bit at CES. Uh, they had a strong presence at Tokyo Game Show. They had then PSX to wrap out the year, and then whatever they didn't show PSX, they showed literally the following night, if not the, the the next day after that, at the Game Awards. So to say PlayStation didn't have an outlet to communicate their shit multiple times of the year is bullshit. That's not true, because they were at, at everything. They pulled out of E3, and they were still at everything else. Fact. Nintendo has been doing directs for years since I think like 2013. So. 
to say it was a response is like, yeah, I mean, on the slow side, like real behind. I, I think them not wanting to do PSX probably costs a lot of money, especially in having to compete with the game awards being 24 to 48 hours later. Cause it's like, does this make sense? No. All right, all right cool. We're not going to be at E3. We're not going to be at PSX. Do we need to be at everything else? And I was like, eh, do we need to be at Gamescom? Yeah, we'll put some stuff out there. But we should really have our own branded show because people like it. And like, well, what should we call it? What should we get the name? And again, even if you're comparing it to Nintendo, Nintendo does the same thing where they tell you what you're getting in a direct for the most part, whether it's going to be all third party, all first party, one specific game, this, that, and the other. But the name direct sticks with all of it. The name's there. My problem is this. Again, is I don't understand the, the rhyme or reason to anything they're doing because in the I think PS I, now thinking about the state of play has only been around since at least 2018. Um, th there's just not a rhyme or reason to it. I don't understand why not just have one big thing. Why not put out a blog post if you're gonna just announce shit just to announce shit, just put it on the blog. And you can still put your videos on YouTube. You can still put out a thing saying, hey, it's gonna be this thing. Why put a name behind it? We're gonna have a million one names for every kind of showcase you do and none of them make any goddamn sense. That is my thing. That is my soapbox. I am not like super frustrated at the whole idea or anything like that. I'm getting frustrated, yes, but I, again, I hate being interrupted people. Sorry, it is what it is. But, and I'm also on my third cup of coffee in three hours. But coffee, coffee. Um, but I don't. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me how everyone else in this industry has consistent messaging and branding over their things, and then the number one, probably one of the largest and the most selling, not most. I, well, actually, they beat out the Switch last month for NPD sales in, in the January twenty twenty two um, with the PS five. But one of the top selling, largest, uh, highest selling consoles of all time, and that brand of PlayStation can't seem to figure out how the fuck they want to communicate <laughs> to their fans or consumers, and they just want to put labels behind shit that have no weight whatsoever. And then, then it's like you're killing your own hype because no one's going to start watching this shit. But it's like, okay, cool, it's a state of play. Okay, I'm getting told what the, it's going to be, but like, I'm not excited. I, I don't care because. The state of play name has, yeah, you're gonna tell me it's third party stuff. You're gonna tell me it's indie stuff. Cool, that's fine. But I don't care about that. But for some reason, when you tell me there's a Nintendo Direct and you tell me it's gonna be third party stuff and indie stuff, I get excited. Like personally, I, I, I can't speak for the world, but I feel like the name state of play. I don't, I don't give a shit about the name anymore. I, I don't get excited. I don't get even the least bit curious when I hear it, even if they tell me what it is. I don't get curious. I'm not super excited. I haven't watched. I've watched every direct that's happened in the last three or four years. If not at the moment it's happening, the first moment I can get. I have not watched a single state of play live or had any least bit remote interest in it since. I think the last big one was whenever the one Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine was announced. That was the last time I gave a shit. Now it's because it was telling me what was going on with the PS5, and it was a year the PS5 had been out, and it still had very little going on for it, game-wise. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so that's all fine. Like, I mean, your, your points are valid. How you feel about these things is definitely valid. Um, 
like I said, I do think that they could do a better job with the the consistency with how they word things. I think that the state of play title and branding, it because it's not really necessary, I just kind of ignore it. I just pay attention to them saying, hey, we're going to talk about this. And then I take that as the, the main thing. Um, I think whether or not you get excited about state of play versus Nintendo Direct, I, I feel like that says more about whether you care about what's going on with with Nintendo in terms of third party um, more or less than PlayStation. I think it says more about how you feel about the overall brands of the companies than it does the the names personally. But, I can't even say that um, because I see the Nintendo stuff. I'm like, man, but, I hope that comes to PlayStation. Uh, I feel like, I don't know. I, I just don't care about this kind of question i guess just because i feel like it's it's like kind of useless like it, it's such it if games are being announced then i'm happy if 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 information is being revealed then i'm happy i like seeing games i like learning more about games um and uh frankly like so many people have had this conversation about um like what's up with the state of play it's like the new it's like the new airplane food. What's up with that? It's like that. It's like it's like oh okay. Every time I hear that kind of thing, I just kind of roll my eyes and I'm like okay, this again. Can we talk about games instead of the semantics of of what we call the way that we reveal the thing? Um, like I just I just don't care. Like I I want to I want to talk about games. Um, and so that's why like I, that's why I kind of get a little bit um, frustrated with with that conversation because it's like like i don't care they could have the weirdest schedule they could alternate between montages and indie and third party and they could call it whatever the hell they want they could call it random colors of the rainbow and and they could have purple twice but all the other colors are just once i don't care if games are <laughs> being revealed announced if we're getting information then that's cool um and that's kind of that's how i feel about it um like i and like I said, they can definitely improve, um, but I think that the amount of people who care and I think the damage that's being done is non-existent. Really. Oh, I don't think it, I don't think there's any real damage being done. Like I said, I don't think it's a big deal. I, like I've said this before, is it a massive deal? No. Is it affecting them? No. I just want to understand what the mindset was when this all happened, only for it to only just be feel like it was just abandoned when I did it. Like they just like, eh, it doesn't mean the shit. Like, what was the point? I feel like they're That's just my thing. flying off the seat of their pants, you know. Yeah, it, it just it's off the cuff. Like they're just yeah. they're just doing their thing. They're just like <laughs> whatever. Yeah, again, it's very much thirteen Japanese dudes, Jim Ryan, Herman Holson, like one guy from the U.S. and one guy from the U.K. in a room, and they're just like, it's that that guy in the crash what? costume. He's yeah, still it, there. It, 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 he's just like, <laughs> I want that, and it's like, why? Why? Like, and they're just like, no questions asked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I agree. He's got a point, John. He's he knows. Give this man a check. Holy shit! Like, put him on the board. It, 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 it's just like that's what like happens in some of those meetings. I just. Mm -mm. Mm -mm, mm -mm. They wild over at, at the old PlayStation headquarters. Yeah, unpredictable. Very much closing down studios only just to rebrand them, but then firing half the people there, buying people up. And then moving like abandoning Japan, only they're not abandoning Japan. 
But then the U.S. very much abandoning Japan. Wild times. Wild times, Steven. We'll, we'll see we'll if they see. if they get their shit together. I mean, I mean, they do obviously. They're they're making money. They 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 know what they're doing. They have some, there's a reason out there. They know what they're doing. Yeah, maybe that's why it's because of the confusion. Maybe that's <laughs> the, the secret sauce. It's, <laughs> like, there's no fucking way. Like, if I were a startup business and I had as much messy advertising as PlayStation's had in the last ten years, like if we were to go from PS2 to, to fuck whatever the fuck the PS3 was when it first came through, to now, it would just be like, what? What the fuck? Who the fuck are these people? <laughs> what did they do? They got baby dolls talking and screaming, and they have a video game console. They've got there this thing saying it's gonna be this thing, it's gonna be this thing, and all of those things are the same. But they have tell different names to them. What, what is the point? It, it's like what the fuck? PlayStation's had the weirdest marketing strategy in the last twenty years, and no one can explain it yet. Yep. But I mean, we talk about it. Especially when there's no other news to really talk about. So I'm really glad I can get that off my chest in half an hour. <laughs> I even hate doing half hour, hour and a half long shows, but I did it because like there is not a fuck all happening at all this week. We almost spent half an hour talking about Uncharted movie. You're welcome. Well, now I can't get into it because you ate up all the time. That God damn it. You're welcome. Won't let me interrupt you, but you go on and just fucking tangent for 30 minutes. <laughs> Because no one's asking about the Uncharted movie. No, Ladies and gentlemen, was, this is there was a different senses. thing that I wanted to. There was a different thing that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> uh, but whatever. All I can say, real fast. Jack and Daxter movie confirmed. They didn't confirm it. One he person did. said he's talked about it. He said he's, he's talked about it. We can get into that next week on Dual Senses. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for liking, commenting, sharing, sharing with your mom, your aunt, your cousin. Your deceased uncle from ten years ago, and then found out he was actually alive, and especially your deceased uncle. I thought it was moms. What? Whatever. No, not deceased moms. The gamer moms and deceased uncles. But you said earlier, especially your moms. But now it's especially the deceased uncles. It's adapted. Sorry, I'm not consistent. <laughs> Motherfucker, get him off this goddamn show. <laughs> Done. <laughs> we'll see you next week, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies. The fuck did I just say? There's one lady. Leo Jean. Leo Jean. Sounds like a dipping sauce. Like you get a French a dip and then a cup of Lady Jean. You know what? I feel like I like the Lady Jean more than I would the French dip. Like I wouldn't even want that. You just want the lady? Lady Jean. I mean, if it's a dip. I feel like she'd be a very funky looking woman if it was an actual person. This person. Oh, yeah. yeah, she there would be some questionable things going on with like the, the hair. Of a mushroom. Yeah, all right, that's fair. We'll see you next week. <laughs> see y'all later. Thanks for dealing with us, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we are a menace to your fucking Twitch stream. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Until next time, Lady Ojo. For the third, for the third time, Lady Ojo.